so excited. So my name is Kristen, and this is John, and we are just so excited today just to share with you ways that God is using students just like you guys to reach your generation. Um, and it's our hope that you guys would walk away inspired by these stories um, for how you can share your faith at your schools. So let's show of hands how many of you guys go to public school. Whoa, most of you. I like yeah, it. Any cool. private school? Okay, that works. Okay. I was homeschooled, so do we have any homeschoolers? <laughs> hey, there let's go, are. my people. Okay, so, what? Evangelize your there sisters. You Let's go. <laughs> um, so in this workshop, we're going to be talking specifically on how you can proclaim the gospel confidently and clearly with your friends um, and even with your whole school. And it's our main goal um, that you would just walk away equipped um, and even like getting excited for how you can lead an on-campus outreach um, so we'll be giving you three specific challenges to help you actually share your faith post-camp. So by the end of this, you'll walk away with practical training to bring the gospel um, post-camp. Our ministry is here to help come alongside you guys in any way that we can to be effective um, in you guys sharing your faith. So there's a response card that we gave you in your packet. So if this interests you, just feel free to fill it out and drop it off um, at this table at the end. So you'll also see we gave you guys a gospel track and a life book. So the gospel track has um, the gospel specifically in it to help you guys feel more equipped in how to share the gospel. And then the life book is actually, I believe that's the book of Mark. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit more about what that is. Um, but first, I just want to talk about why this is important. Um, I want you guys to shout out, what problems do you guys see happening with your peers and with your friends today? Like, what are struggles? Just shout them out. Things that you guys see. What was that? Yeah, cussing, fighting, drugs, drinking. Yeah, there's so many. We could be here for a long time with you guys probably just having in your head so many different ways that your friends are struggling. And, you know, as you guys all have shared, those are actually physical symptoms of a spiritual problem that is occurring. And the truth is that your guys' friends need Jesus um, and praise God that Jesus can set them free from shame, from guilt, um, from habitual sin. Jesus can, but and what we can do is we can actually give them the good news of that in the midst of it. In the midst of their struggle, we can give them the good news of the hope of Jesus. So raise your hand if any of you guys have ever tried to actually share the gospel with a non-believer before. Okay, now keep your hands raised if it was super awkward and you didn't even know what to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> most of you, literally. Or even you just haven't even had a conversation because you're like, what the heck do I say? Right? I feel this all the time. So keep your hand raised if even in the midst of that awkwardness, if sharing the gospel was worth it. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. So we believe that in this, walk in this workshop that we believe that you can make a difference. And to do that, you need to feel equipped. So we're going to spend some time just diving in clearly how to share your faith. Um, and we have actually helped students in over 500 schools share their faith. Not just with their friends, but with their entire school, like Matthew that I shared. Um, we can help you, but most importantly, God can use you. So, John, why don't you tell them an amazing story about Jackson? Awesome. Well, um, so, she, like she mentioned, my name's John. I actually work and live in Chicago. So, has anyone ever been to Chicago? A couple people? Okay. It's great. It gets really cold. Um, but anyway, I'm going to tell you a story about Jackson, a student from Chicago that we worked with um, who goes to a school called Richards High School. 
Um, and Jackson is a student just like you guys. Um, he was in his school, and he saw all these things you guys are mentioning. He saw these problems, and he saw that, wow, there is a need for the gospel here in my school. And so he decided to stand up for his faith and stand up for Christ in his school. Um, he, he actually became a decision point leader with our ministry. He started a Christian club in his school, and we actually started training him to share his faith and to have these conversations, and even some of the training we're going to give you guys later today. Um, and through all this, he decided he wanted to host an outreach event at his school where he was going to share the gospel with his peers. And he, he, we helped him put all the details together, helped him plan it, and he, he wanted to share the gospel with his peers. Throughout the couple days they did events, he had about 270 students come and hear the gospel. They had dynamic guest speakers come into the school um, and share during the school day. Um, they gave out free Chick-fil-A. They gave out Bibles and gospel tracts. Throughout all this week, dozens of students received Christ and committed their lives to him, uh, which was so encouraging. One of these students was named Muhammad. And now Muhammad grew up in a Muslim household. He had come to the Christian club a couple times, but he wasn't really engaged. He wasn't really listening. He was just there for the free food. Um, but he heard the gospel in the club, and when they were doing outreach, he actually started coming. He came every day of their outreach, um, and he eventually, by the end of the week, he, well, this, this is what he said. He said, I'm not a Muslim anymore. I've decided to follow Jesus. And Muhammad has since been reading through the Bibles and experienced the joy of knowing Christ and the love of God that only comes through the gospel, and this is something he wrote recently on his social media. He said, God, thank you for making a way for me to have a relationship with you. Show me how I can spend intentional time with knowing you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if God can use Jackson to reach a student like Muhammad, surely he can use you to reach your friends at your school. Um, now, you might be saying, that's a, that's a great story, but can I really do that? Well, I want to tell you today that yes, you can. We really do believe it. Um, but I also have some good news for you. You won't be alone as you do this because we know that God is with you. In Ephesians chapter 3, it teaches us that God is able to do far more than we could ever even imagine. Matthew 28, Jesus promises that he will be with you as you make disciples. And in 1 Timothy 4, it shows us that even though you are young, God, it, God will and can use you. Um, and that is an amazing thing. Now, even with God's help, you might be thinking, am I even allowed to? Is this legal in my school? Well, the more good news for you, you actually are legally protected to be able to do these things in your school. And I think that's amazing. Um, you're going you're gonna to want to write these things down. There's two on your, on your worksheet you have in your notes there. There are two things, um, two legal opportunities you guys have as students in your schools. The first thing is something you hopefully have heard of is the First Amendment, the freedom of speech, uh, which basically means during non-instructional time, so as long as you're not interrupting class for this, um, you can openly talk about Jesus and your faith and the gospel. Um, with your friends, with your peers. You can pray and read the Bible on campus. Um, you can even pass out God's word. You can pass out other Christian materials, um, and you can even wear Christian clothing. Um, so that's the First Amendment, freedom of speech. That gives you a lot of freedoms and a lot of, a lot of protection for things you can do in your school. But beyond that, there's something called the Equal Access Act, uh, which basically means that any club has to be treated equally to every other club, even if it's a Christian or a religious club. Um, which, and so if you've, basically, if you see any club do anything on your campus, if you start a Christian club, you can do those exact same things as well. You can host events. You can reserve rooms on campus. You can hang up posters, pass out flyers, and invite guest speakers to campus to speak on your behalf. Um, and so there are a lot of legal protections within all of that. Um, and so certainly if you guys have questions about that, come talk to us later. We'd be happy to explain more of that. Um, but the reality is that it is possible 
for you, it's legal for you, and God can use you. Um, so the question really is then, what can you do in your school? Um, so for the rest of our time, we're actually going to dive into how you can share your faith. But my simple question for you is this. What if God used you to reach your friends? What if God used you to reach your classmates, your peers? Um, what if God used you to reach your whole school? Um, and even beyond that, what if God used you to reach your entire generation for the gospel? Now, as you think about that, check out this video to see how God is using students like you to bring the gospel to their whole school. Sharing the gospel at, at Sienega is something I feel like to do because um, I really feel just this darkness at the school. I feel like just this light in this, in this dark room. It's hurting so bad and students don't even know. They don't know how wonderful Jesus is and that's what I hope to tell them and bring them the good news. I really want my peers to know just like the sacrifice that Jesus made for us and just how much God loves us and unconditionally because it's such like just a broken world and people feel so unloved and feel the need to um, just be fake and like gain people's favor by like, following the crowd and there's something so much better if they just pursue Jesus and just give them hope in their lives. You may be the only Christian that they've talked to ever or that has really been intentional with them. It's really cool to see um, the fruits of like what happens at these outreach weeks. Uh, we've seen uh, probably hundreds if not thousands of people hear the gospel at our school. A lot of students who are not only coming for the food but they're coming to hear what the speakers are talking about. We got to partner with some really cool pastors throughout the week that came in to do rallies at these schools. So they came in and they spoke on the gospel, some of them shared their testimonies. At, our, at my home church, we're told all the time that high school is the biggest mission field in the world, and I really get to see that with all the hurt and broken students on our campus. And for me, this has helped me because it's helped equip me with the tools that, I, that I'm gonna need. Especially during Outreach Week, you really have to step outside of your comfort zone. It's just really helped me to be more bold and confident in my faith everywhere that I go. I could never imagine like having such a cool like event that like so many students are going to and hearing about God. All of a sudden the pages of scripture become alive to them. Now it's not just a, a distant story in the past and that would be nice if it happened today, but they get to see God experience in miraculous ways right in second period at their school. It's amazing. Um, so I want you guys to shout out, what kind of impact do you think an event like that could happen at your school? Or like, what stood out to you specifically in that video that you're like, I, that was incredible. I'd never seen that before. Anything specific? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, other students. Yeah, it's incredible to see the unity of the body when Christians meet other Christians on their campus. So many Christians are like, There's, I'm the only one. And it's like, I promise you you're not. There is a whole army around you that will come together if you guys just unite. Um, anything else? Yeah. Yeah, seeing pastors come. Yeah, it's incredible to see. Your, you don't sometimes realize that a pastor can come because if you have a student, invite them. You can share the gospel so easy, and it's so cool to see your pastor be the one that does it. Anything else? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, that's incredible. I love that. Um, so something to share with you guys is to be able to host on-campus outreaches like that, it actually takes Christian club leaders leading them. So any, do we have any Christian club leaders in the room right now? Few? Yeah, kind of. Like kind of a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we believe that you guys specifically as Christian club leaders are in a unique position right now. Like, what if you could give every student on your campus the opportunity to hear the gospel before they graduate? Just imagine that. Um, it's possible, and we would love to just give you guys support in the midst of that, um, to be the ones that are just walking alongside you guys. So we'll share a little bit more on that later. But um, right now, so how many of you guys, do you know if there's a Christian club on your campus? Yeah? and you're just not a part of it. So here's the cool thing. If you're not a club leader, but you're like seeing this, you're like, I want to do that. Um, go share this vision with the leaders. Share with them, hey, I want to be evangelism focused. I want to share the gospel. I want to do this outreach. You can actually show them the video we showed you um, and offer to join leadership with them. If there isn't a club on your campus, you guys can start one. Um, we have a video to help on our website specifically. Come to us. We can chat with you about that. Um, but if, did we see we have some private school? No. No, you used to go. Do you go to public school? Let's go. Um, but if you're homeschooled, there are a few homeschoolers. Let's go. Um, you guys can still share the gospel with other homeschoolers, right? This isn't just in schools. You can still be equipped to go share the gospel out with your other homeschool friends. They are still in desperate need of the gospel. And you can actually also go find friends at your public school and help them lead um, an outreach at their school. Um, do we have any graduating high schoolers in the room? Anybody? Yeah. How cool would it be if you guys go off to college and you want to do this and you want to coach the local club at your school near your college? Because you guys can do that. You can be the support in the midst of that. Um, so for all of you, if this is something that interests you, just fill out the response card and specifically put um, that you want to do outreach and all that stuff. And you, we actually have more information at decisionpoint.org slash camp. So now we want you guys to walk away feeling equipped and empowered. And so we want to give you three practical challenges for all of you, no matter if you're homeschooled, public school, all that stuff, to give you challenges on how you can share the gospel this year. So the first is the pray five challenge. Second is the give God's word challenge. And third is the go witness challenge. So John, why don't you tell them about the three challenges? Awesome. Thanks, Kristen. So um, like you mentioned, there are these three great challenges we want to share with you guys uh, today. So the first one I'd like to mention is the Pray 5 Challenge. Now, when we think about sharing our faith, the most powerful tool we have is prayer. Um, and so the Pray 5 Challenge is simply this. Commit to praying for five people for five minutes every day for five weeks. You pray, And then there are three things to pray for specifically. One, that you would have the, do the opportunity, the open door to share the gospel with these friends, with these people. Two, that you would share the gospel clearly and boldly, and that you'd have courage to do that. And finally, that they would receive Christ. So that's what you're praying for, but you're praying for five people for five minutes every day for five weeks. Um, you listen to what a student named Daniel said when he took this challenge and he saw God at work. He said, I began praying every day that God would give me opportunities to share my faith, that I would be courageous enough to take those opportunities when they showed up. Soon enough, I was looking all over for these moments, and guess what? I was finding these opportunities everywhere. The coolest thing that happened my senior year was the opportunity that God gave me to share the gospel of Jesus with my best friend. While eating Mongolian barbecue, we began talking about eternity, God, and the gospel. 
Now that conversation opened the door for multiple other conversations about the gospel and the questions that he had. That year, my friend gave his life to Jesus, and now, years later, we still get together every week and talk and pray and serve in the church together. Was personal witnessing awkward? Sure. Sometimes it was, but was it worth it a million times? Yes. Now, what if we began to pray for the people around us like Daniel did for those around him? So um, I actually want to take, invite you right now to take on this challenge. Your worksheet, you have, uh, take, actually, there should be a place to put five people you want to be praying for. Take a minute right now to write down the names of those five people you want to be praying for. Maybe they're good friends of yours, peers, uh, classmates. Uh, maybe they're the, the students who kind of sit off to, by themselves in the lunchroom. Uh, maybe there's the people that you're like, oh, that's the last person that I would ever be interested in the gospel. Um, or maybe it's a, a local a school bully or something like that. Take some time to think who are five people you would love to see come to Christ and write down those names. Once you have five people, go ahead and like put your pen up, put your book up, put something on your head. We'll see that. Put something on your head so I can know that you're done. Good. Great. <laughs> if you think of more than five people, feel free to do that as well. It doesn't have to be just five. Maybe you have like 10 people. Go above and beyond. <laughs> A hat count, sure. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. So go ahead and finish wrapping up that. Um, if you didn't have five, you can come back and write a couple more later. Feel free to do that. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I hope that this is a, a something that you guys can see like, wow, I can pray for my friends. I can do that. I can pray and I can look for opportunities to share with them. So that's the first challenge is the, the pray five challenge. Um, certainly, if you guys have questions about any of these things that we're sharing, uh, we will be around after the breakout. So come talk to us. We're happy to explain or talk through anything else that you guys are wondering about. Um, but that brings us to our second challenge, the give God's word challenge. Uh, the give God's word challenge is simply this. Give God's word to your peers at school. It's as simple as walking up to them and handing, handing things out, saying, hey, can I give you one of these? Um, uh, so why? Why is this important? Well, did you guys know that about 50% of students have never even heard John 3.16? Um, some, maybe some have heard of it, but they don't even really, they don't know what it is. Um, for those of us who grew up in church, that's like one of the most basic verses we know. It's like the first thing you learn uh, when you're in Sunday school. And so, um, but a lot of people just don't know. They've never heard. Um, sadly, most of our peers don't even own a Bible, or if they do, they've never even read it. Um, so guys, let's change that. Um, after all, the Word of God is living and active. Um, there's a student named Mariano who came to one of these outreach events, but he came at the end. He missed the gospel message. He missed all the, all the stuff, but he came at the end, um, but he got a Bible, and then he went home, and he read it, and he got saved by reading a Bible that he was given, um, and he, later on, he actually became a youth pastor and helped more and more students come to know Christ. Um, I think that's really cool. Uh, like I shared with the First Amendment, you're actually allowed to pass out Christian materials. You're allowed to pass out Bibles. You're allowed to pass out gospel tracts. Um, and actually, specifically, we want to encourage you to pass out these life books. You all got one when you came in. Um, you go show that to your youth pastor, because they can actually go online and get a box of those for free. Like, they don't have to pay anything. Your youth pastor can go and get those online. Uh, the website's on the back of the, the gospel, or the, the life book there, um, and you can go order them. Um, but that, it's simple as that, going up to your friend saying, hey, I want to give you this. Um, and I think that's a really op cool opportunity you guys have as students. 
And then finally, the last one is the Go Witness Challenge. Um, the Go Witness Challenge, you'll never guess, it's really simple. <laughs> um, pick a date this fall and go and start having conversations with people about Jesus. Um, go witness. That, that's it. Um, we, we are going to talk a little bit about what that looks like um, practically, but um, really I just want to talk about, like, beyond sharing the gospel with the people on your Pray 5 list, um, what if you could share the gospel with even more students or even all the students at your school, like some of these stories we've been sharing with you? You can even grab some other Christian friends at your school and do it together. Maybe write down the, the names of a few people you know who you could challenge to join you and say, hey, I'm going to do this, and I want you to do it with me. You, you'd be surprised who, would, who might say yes if you, if you do that. Um, I know this may sound crazy. I know it may sound scary. And it may feel awkward. It may feel uncomfortable. But like some of you even already have shared, like it is so worth it. They need to hear. Um, we're going to talk about, I'm going to share with you a couple things about what the Bible says. And then we're going to get into some practical training on how to actually do this. Um, but here are some things that the Bible says. Here's three things. First of all, and you might want to write these verses down. You can check them out later, dive into the word later on. Um, but first of all, the Bible teaches us that we are God's ambassadors. It teaches us that God speaks through us so that people will be saved. Um, second of all, the Bible teaches us, it actually commands us to go and proclaim the gospel. Jesus doesn't say, if you want to, do this. Jesus says, no, go and share and go and tell people. And finally, there's this question of, if we don't, who will? Who's going to tell your friends at your school that they need to know Christ, that they need to turn from their sin, that they need to follow the Lord? Your youth pastor, he can come in if you invite him in, but even then, like, you guys have such an incredible opportunity if you don't tell your friends who will. Uh, now, Kristen's going to come up and share, share with us and walk with us on, on through and how we can actually do this. Take it away. Yeah. So my question for you guys is, when God opens the door, will you guys be ready? So when God opens the door for the, one of those people on your Pray 5 list, will you be ready to actually share with them the good news of Jesus? I want you to be. We want you to be. That's the whole mission is to, to, we want students to be ready. Um, so we have five steps specifically on how you guys can share the gospel. We're going to only dive in the first three because um, it's kind of the place where most people get stuck. But um, we'll send you full training after camp if you want to know more. So the first step to how to share the gospel is prepare for the conversation. Second is begin the conversation. Third is share the gospel. Fourth is invite them to respond. And five is prepare for follow-up. So we're going to go through the first three, like I said. First, prepare. How do you prepare? You pray. You pray and ask God for boldness, for love, for truth. You pray to ask God to surrender any fears that you may be having. You ask the Holy Spirit to empower you in the midst of that. There's a great definition of um, successful witnessing that I love. It says, share Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit and leave the results up to God. Because if you do that, you cannot fail. God doesn't call us to force people to believe. He calls us to share the good news and to leave the results up to him. So first, prepare. Second is begin. How do you begin a conversation? You open your mouth and you start talking. Literally, that's it. That's it, guys. You open your mouth and you can start talking about anything and everything. Hey, did you see the game on Thursday? Did you see this? Did you, how's the pizza? Literally start talking to somebody. Then you begin the conversation, and you literally just start the conversation. And then what you're going to do is you're going to ask your transition question. So you're, how do you get from, okay, how am I going to get from pizza to Jesus? Okay, how do you do it? I'm going to tell you. So you, get, you ask a transition question. So if you know the person, you could say something like, hey, I don't think I've ever asked you this before, 
but what are your thoughts about God? Or maybe what's your faith background? Um, so I want you guys right now to turn to your neighbor and literally practice asking that question. It's right there. I don't think I've ever asked you before, but what are your thoughts about God? Don't feel like you have to make up a scenario to respond. Just practice asking that. Okay, good job, guys. Okay, do you guys see how easy that was? Do you guys see how easy that was? It's so much easier than you guys can even imagine. So now you're like, okay, I know, like, I know only five people in my school. I don't know the other thousand. Here's another question you can ask if you don't know the person. You can say, hey, randomly, we're going around just asking people what they believe about God. Do you mind sharing with me your thoughts? So turn to your neighbor, practice asking that question. Okay, good job, guys. Okay, well done. Do you guys see that in the midst of maybe some awkwardness, asking one question like that will change a whole conversation? Guys, people are craving an identity, okay? People are craving an identity. And if you say, hey, do you mind sharing with me your thoughts about God? I promise you, most likely than not, they're going to be like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, so what happens if they respond? What do you do next? You guys ready? You ready? No, no. You listen. You close your mouth and you let them respond. And th then you, here's the thing. In the midst of listening, you don't want to just listen to be like, okay, this is now I'm going to share the gospel. No, you listen to actually listen to somebody. You have a relationship with them. Because then you know, okay, if they don't know God, this is how I can share the gospel. If they do know God but they hate him, this is how I can share the gospel. Okay, you can actually listen to them. So then what you're going to do is you're going to ask a permission question. You're gonna, you want to actually say, hey. I love that you shared that. Thank you so much for sharing with me. Do you mind if I share you what I think about God? And if they say yes, you share the gospel. If they say no, you say, thank you so much for your time. I hope you have a great day. And here's the thing. If they say no, they still had a positive interaction with a Christian. There we go. Let's go. Guys, they need positive interactions even if they say no. Um, okay. Here's the big, the big, everyone's been writing for this. How do you actually share the gospel clearly? So, there's four simple points that you guys will have in your gospel tracks, and I want to unpack just really quick um, the four simple points of the gospel for you guys. So, first, God. God created you guys to know him personally. He loves you and wants to be in a relationship with you. But second, we're all sinful and separated from God. But third, thankfully, God didn't leave us in our sin. He made a way. God gave us his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, to pay the debt for our sins. Then he rose again, defeating death. Jesus is the only solution for our sin. He is the way, the truth, and the life. But everyone has a choice. If you individually place your faith in Jesus and believe in him as your Lord and as your Savior, then you can know God personally and experience his love. So you say that to them, and then you say, you want to you ask them, hey, what do you think about that? What would keep you from making a choice today? Because that then keeps, the, it keeps it conversational. Instead of like, okay, I'm giving them a speech and I'm just walking away because it was really awkward. You want to actually say, hey, what do you think about that? What causes you to stop and maybe not believe? Um, and that's the gospel. So you have the four points. We're going to give you like two minutes. And I want you guys to turn to your neighbor and practice 
just sharing those four points. Don't feel like you need to like make up a scenario. Just share those four points with your neighbors. So go ahead. Guys, the gospel track is the bat black booklet. So if you want to actually look at those four points, there's more like verses in that black gospel track. Yeah, you can do want to tell them. Okay, like 30 more seconds. Finish up. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> okay, let's turn back. Good job, guys. So that, our goal is to not have you guys feel perfect at it. We just want to give you the opportunity to just know it's so much easier than you think. Okay, and how did I and how did all of us and how did your youth pastors get so good at sharing the gospel? They practiced, okay? Pick a friend and just practice sharing the gospel with them. So that's our three challenges that you can do this year to share, um, to reach your friends and share the gospel and practical training on how to share the gospel. So I just want to close to just invite you to take out your response card and consider just partnering with us as a decision point leader this coming year, um, wherever God has placed you. Students like you across the nation are deciding to make a difference at their school by proclaiming the gospel. So you can know, um, you guys know that students are in desperate need of a savior and Jesus is the only answer. So what would it look like if you were the ones that proclaimed it to them? So to become a decision point leader is simple. It just means you say yes to those three challenges this year and or you say yes to leading an on-campus outreach as a club leader. Um, we'd love for you to fill out the response card and then you can come talk to us and also um, pass it to us after. Um, some, of may, some of you may feel compelled to reach your whole school with the gospel. So our question is, would you say yes to leading an on-campus outreach as a club leader? Um, as a ministry, we'd love to partner with you and your youth pastor and offer ongoing coaching so that you can most effectively proclaim the gospel. So just like what we did today, imagine one-on-one -on -one coaching every week for a year. That's what it would look like to partner with us. So we have amazing resources. Um, really quick, um, we have like a student leader guide, which gives you everything you need to know on how to do an outreach. A student leader action plan, which gives you a timeline for the whole entire club with club content and meetings and all that stuff. We have 39 online training videos. Um, a starter kit, which just gives you really cool swag. Like we have like sunglasses and fun stuff. Um, and we've written up club meeting series content to support you. Um, and we can also, we can help you get free Bibles that you can pass out to your schools. Um, but most importantly, we just want to come alongside with you and just connect with you as um, just Christians and how to equip you guys to share um, the gospel. So if you're a youth pastor, we have a separate card, um, a response card for you. Um, you can also follow up with us after. Um, and we'd love to just give you one minute to fill out the response card, and then you guys are good to go. So thank you, and I hope you guys have a phenomenal day.